I'm A.O. Benny. I'm Kiki. And we are Todd. What's up? I'm Ayo Benny. I'm Kiki. And we are tired. Thanks again for tuning into our podcast. We really missed you guys and we appreciate your continued listening. Yeah, thank you for tuning back in with us. We took a short little break after we finished with our underrated heroes. We were talking about underrated black heroes for the month of black history, the month of February. And we were just uploading so much that honestly, we were a little bit tired. (laughs) So we decided to take a short break so we could come back with some new stuff. Yeah, and this is going to be just an episode where we could just check in because it's a, it's approaching the one-year anniversary of coronavirus. This Tuesday would be the one-year anniversary. Yes. And we are going to be talking about how we've been coping over the year, what's the year been like to us, and just a reflection time. Um, so Kelly, if you could say this past year, what is the number one thing that sticks out to you? In 2020? Yeah. Not just 2020, but overall, just the year and um, to now. Yeah, the number one thing that sticks out to me... Um, wow, there's a lot of things that stick out to me. Well, the past year, um, I definitely feel like it was, it was a hard year. And it was the first year where I was alone for, like, major holidays. And just not being able to go home... Um, and see my family, especially during Christmas. Christmas is really, really big for us. Um, and even Easter is coming up again. And I'm like, man, we're going into Easter again and not having, um, not going to be able to like be at church really, you know, like a usual like Easter Sunday. And so, yeah, when I really think about it, I think that's the part that sticks out to me the most, just how much things have changed um, and how they're still kind of like changing um yeah like I just yeah I can't I also just can't believe that it's been that long Mm -hmm. I cannot believe that it's about to be Easter again and you know we've definitely progressed but we're still here um and yeah I'm just I'm kind of ready for it to be done with but at the same time I'm like I know God has a plan so I'm trying to be patient but like let's be real like I'm tired Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm tired of it being like this I'm tired of it being like COVID you know and just always having to like have that in the back of your mind you're trying to plan something you're trying to do something it's like oh yeah but COVID it's like I'm like oh my gosh like I just want to be able to like have the freedom to do things go places plan things and not have to worry so much about all these like other things and like you know um can only restrict myself to a certain amount of people and um yeah it's definitely it's definitely been hard yeah I definitely can relate to that. For me personally, the thing that sticks out to me the most is that just my own personal battles that I've had over the past year. Mm -hmm. Um, I've gone from job loss to friend loss to church loss to all kinds of things. And, you know, I can't normally experience life the way I used to because I'm so used to being around other people and experiencing my life through the lens of friends and through family and through, like, you know, trying to get through social settings. And this year forced me to be by myself and deal with those problems. And so, personally, it required me to just know where I stand on a lot of situations. Um, personally, I'm saying personally a lot, but still. <laughs> <laughs> Who else do you talk about? <laughs> I, but for me, I just, I just don't understand um, 
where I fully stand today after a year of coronavirus because I still don't feel fully comfortable with everything that's just happened. I mean, I've went through some really hardships over 2020 and and in the beginning of 2021. And because of coronavirus, it allowed me to experience these things alone. And, you know, sometimes loneliness and being by yourself is necessary, but there's like a, a limit to that. You can't be by yourself all the time. And you can't go through things on your own all the time. You can't do everything by yourself. So I had to understand where I stand on a lot of situations and with a lot of people. And it was quite uncomfortable. I felt that's a good word for me. I feel uncomfortable about everything that's just happened. Yeah. Yeah. The Well, the growth aspect is, um, you know, because obviously with uncomfortable, what am I saying? With discomfort comes growth. Um, and I will say during this year, I think I growed in other areas, in certain areas that I would not have grown in had it not been for the traumas and the things that, um, I experienced and been experienced, um, throughout the past year. Um, like for example, I would not have been, I would not be in the position that I am right now as far as like being so outspoken on, um, topics that, you know, are probably controversial for some. I mean, I don't think it should be controversial talking about certain things and talking about, um, you know, um, Black Lives Matter and talking about how the church is implicated in racism and, um, you know, in in, um, worsening the realities for Black people and things like that. I don't think it should be controversial, but I guess technically it is. I normally am not the person to... I'm pretty outspoken, but I wouldn't be outspoken in on such a social platform or on social media. Um, like I did not even really have um, any form of social media that I would really utilize until this started happening, and you know the world started. I mean, the world was always crazy, but like extra crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just like, you know what? I just I feel like I cannot like suppress this I have to like speak out about it and so yeah that's that's kind of one of the good things that came out of it so I guess like it's not all bad because at the end of the day like there's so much growth that happened but it's like it it was not an easy road and it's still not an easy road because you know I'm still battling with oh you know obviously um speaking out and speaking up means that people can take your words out of context um you know people can judge you without fully knowing you and judge you for um, something that you said and might have like taken it, taken it in the wrong way. And so like those kind of things can be like difficult to deal with, but I don't think it's going to discourage me. And I don't think it's going to discourage Ben either to like keep speaking out on things that are important and that need like a light to be shed on them. But yeah, it's like, it's so hard though. It's so hard to be like trying to grow, Mm -hmm. um, right now. Um, but here we are we're still existing we're still alive so thank god yeah i mean in a way because of everything that happened last year especially with black lives matter and the whole you know the world's confrontation with like your race relations we've had people who literally turn their backs on us Mm -hmm. and um, i know me personally i've had friends who have just let me down and i just don't know how to recover from that somehow but i do know that it required me to stand up for myself yeah. Like, I think that's one of the biggest strengths I've gotten in the past year of how to stand up for myself yeah. and how to not, you know, be comfortable with just people, you know, diminishing my worthiness mm-hmm. and diminishing my own personal opinions. Mm-hmm. Because 
I believe that when it comes to race relation, I feel like as a black person, I have to have an opinion on that. I can't yeah. be silent. Mm-hmm. And having friends who are not black, they can have an opinion. They can have, like, they can be, like, you know, obtuse about it. They cannot have an opinion about it. But us, I feel like, especially as black people, we're, we have to be on the side of, like, right all the time. Mm-hmm. Because they're expecting us to, like, you know they're watching us how do we behave yeah how they always come to us like you know when there was riots how do you feel about the riots going on they always feel us to carry this this burden and this load of always having to know the right answer when it comes to race relations and when we're just experiencing things and we're experiencing them the same as they are we're just affected more by it so i feel like when people come to us they should have more tact when it when they come to us but more than anything i feel like it it kind of pushed me to have to to want to speak up more Mm-hmm. Am I making any sense? Mm-hmm. It's like it's pushing me to just to continue to stand up for myself mm-hmm. because regardless of how many people step over me, I have to speak up and tell them no. Hey, this no longer can happen. Right. Yeah. No. I will definitely say like like the word mm-hmm. that I that I would choose would be emboldening. Like I mm-hmm. feel like we've been emboldened the both of us to mm-hmm. um, go like be actually out there mm-hmm. um, and like be at the front lines as much as we can. Anyways. Mm-hmm of what is going on rather than taking a backseat approach. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, I think that's, <laughs> like, it's it's mm-hmm. not something that necessarily we would have been like, oh, yeah, this is something that we necessarily chose to do, but we really just felt like we did not have a choice mm-hmm. because it was either that or just, you know, continue to Be suppress. Yeah, and, like, unsuppress what's actually happening and what we're actually feeling mm-hmm. and like you know essentially just that like that it's not helpful for us and it's also not helpful for other people so mm-hmm. that's really um you know one of the things that I I'm super mm-hmm. grateful for and I'm now more confident in actually voicing my opinion and mm-hmm. um yeah at the beginning it's like you know you're a little bit more like timid and might be you know second guessing even yourself and what mm-hmm. you're feeling and what your experiences are but um you know even if people don't necessarily agree with you like your experiences are still your experiences and so um just to not let like not necessarily let people tell you what it is that you should be or should be Mm -hmm. feeling um if they have not experienced it themselves you know but it also touches you to know who's actually on your side or not oh this is so true (laughs) because if they're not on your side then you can't expect them to be a good friend at all let me tell you the real ones Mm. will show themselves when Mm. they need to okay and it's sometimes the people that you least expect and the ones that you expect Mm -hmm. are not the actual real ones like people are like oh my day ones my day ones i'm like i don't care Mm. about day ones if you're not a real one Mm. i don't care if i met you yesterday i don't care if i met you 10 years ago Mm. like you just have to be real i'll take a real one over a day one it's like a real like you have some day ones and they are fake and they've been gunning for you mm. since day one yes they don't well, they even... don't necessarily have to be gunning <laughs> no but you know what i mean like they don't necessarily like sometimes you know like what you know they don't view like... you in the same light that you view them uh-huh like you view them as a high standard friend you view them as somebody who's essential to your life but when it comes to a critical moment like this past year we've had and they don't come through for you then you're like well how valuable was a friendship to you in the first place was that just somebody of convenience or was that somebody of importance Anyways, I, I I'm just saying like yeah, it, that that is true. It's and you know like basically what I'm trying to say though is like some people are closest to you and those people are like 
they have you in their circle, but (laughs) what do they say? Keep your friends close, enemies closer. Some people really have that mindset. I'm not like, I'm not saying I have that mindset, but some people really, really do. And you know, whatever it is that they actually feel toward toward you shows in hardship. And so, you know, obviously it, it definitely showed people's face, their true face and their true colors. And, I'm just saying, like, I know who the real ones are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just saying. And um, if you fake out on these streets, like, look, like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for you. I'm praying for you. But, like, seriously, like, just stop being fake, man. Mm-hmm. Like, nobody wants a fake friend, okay? Mm-hmm. So, but then on top of that, friends also grow apart. That's just the reality as well. There's a difference. Yeah, that's a healthy, there's a healthy growing apart as far as maturity change in interests and like developmental but then stages, like something but... like this year like like you think you could be very good friends but then something like this year comes up and then all of a sudden you realize oh we don't have the same ideologies we don't have the same interests yeah. we don't view the world the same way yeah and this is especially like crazy to me when it's like people who like are christians like you guys share the same god like that is something where it's like oh my goodness you know like that connects you you're connected through like the body you know of christ and like the holy spirit right links us all together but then it's like how are we like linked together in this way but then there's such disunity when it comes Mm -hmm. on to certain topics and like Mm -hmm. that for me is the hardest thing it's not even just like the world and like just you know everybody in the world that is um having all these different opinions but i think it's the the disunity that's in the church Mm -hmm. that to me was the most painful reality that i had to face and I mean, obviously, I've always known there's a student in the church because look at all the denominations, look at all the, um, you know, the, like just the division um, amongst churches. But dang, like, I don't know, like, this is where I experienced it. Like, it it was it was more real for me um, because I just felt like, wow, like I, I wasn't I wasn't necessarily expecting mm-hmm that like it, I wasn't prepared for that mm-hmm. I felt like I could have handled it a lot better even if I had like a regular church setting but due to coronavirus I couldn't have a regular church environment everything was done online or it was like canceled yes that's so true because I feel like my faith has like you know it hasn't diminished it's just my faith has just like you know been affected because of what's going on with coronavirus because I haven't been able to worship the way I want to or the way I used fellowship. to. And fellowship the way I want to and the way I'm used to. So some things just become harder. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's supposed to strengthen your faith. But, you know, we're human and we go through our own battles. So it, it can affect you pretty significantly depending on how, like, you know, how your environment is. Mm-hmm. And since coronavirus really ruined all of our environments, it made it a bit harder for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like, we don't, we don't say this to, like, to, um, like, for people to feel sorry for us or even Mm. to, you know, to be like sad and super like dark, but like, we just want to be real because yeah, I'm not going to pretend like, obviously we have, we have like a lot of like very lighthearted, um, like episodes and like, I feel like we are both pretty much like, we're Mm. both of like good, like, you know, we're we're basically like, we, we always like to joke around and like, Mm. we're not necessarily like serious people in the sense of like taking things too seriously but yeah like that does not mean that people are um not like going through things and yeah Mm -hmm. we definitely um both have gone through our own separate um traumas and trials and um Mm -hmm. yeah like 
I'm sure you guys have too. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, yeah, but we just don't want this to be like, oh, like, oh, we're so down and depressed. No, but like, (laughs) this is life. And so life Mm -hmm. happens and that's just what it is. Yeah. I mean, this is just the reality of the situations that we're in. This is not like, this past year has not been a normal year. So it's not unusual for us to be saying like you know we've experienced some hardships and we don't know how to deal with them or we do know how to deal with them but it's a bit hard to get through it yeah and yeah the yeah as far as like mental health goes like i mean i'll say you know i've i've been trying to just uh overall just try and like find some senses of normalcy per se like you know obviously being around certain people um, like, you know, the same groups of people, but just people who, like, encourage you and, like, up, you know, have uplifted my spirits um, throughout the year and doing things that I still enjoy doing um, because I know it's just, like, personally, I cannot just be locked up and be okay. Like, that's just, it, it would not work. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I definitely think, like, mental health-wise, like, I've been trying. I've been trying to just, like, you know, as soon as, like, certain things start to, like, open up, um, you know, even just, like, driving somewhere, spending, like, an overnight, you know, doing, like, an overnight thing or just, like, and obviously staying away from people, but, you know, sometimes just needing to get out of my own space. Um, I've tried to do things like that, and as far as, like, working out and stuff, uh, <laughs> I've I've tried. Um, I've... It's been on and off, but... Well, yeah. we've been using food as a comfort. <laughs> we've been, we've been yeah. eating a lot. We, yeah. I mean, I... I, I mean, mean, I... I've always been eating a lot. I laugh I've been a eating lot. a lot of, like, food outside of my house. Yeah. I mean, I laugh a lot about, like, you know, gaining weight, but I've gained a significant amount of weight because food <laughs> has become a refuge. <laughs> I mean, I'm, um... I look at myself and I just see, like, you know, hey, you gain weight, but... It was at a cost of something because, you know, it was either your mental health or your your pants. (laughs) (laughs) Well. (laughs) So I can't fit them no more. (laughs) Lordy. I mean, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't really be able to tell. So. Like, you getting weight. I mean, because you're tall, though. That's the thing. I mean, but on another note, it's like, we've been eating a lot, but we've. And we don't work out enough. We don't. (laughs) (laughs) We don't. We don't, like, you know, exercise frequently. We need. To change those habits, but we've had such a trying year, it's been hard to, like, you know, maneuver ourselves into motivating ourselves to be those type of people. Yeah. But I, I'm saying I'm improving, you know, I just, like, you know, the conviction hits you at a certain point, and you're like, okay, time to, like, whatever, whatever it is, whatever make convicts you, you're like, yeah. all right, like, it's time to change. Yeah, I got exercise equipment, that's step one. Yeah. You got some equipment. Yeah. <laughs> Now we need to consistently actually commit to doing it. That's a whole other question. (laughs) Yep. Um, So, yeah, I would say that way. um, So, you kind of talked about spiritually, right? Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, spiritually, we talked about, um, yeah, just mental health wise. Mm -hmm. Um, I know what other things or what other um, updates. Well, we could just talk about, like, how we think the next year's gonna go. I mean... Oh my goodness, I don't want to do that again. I mean, I mean, just because... <laughs> I mean, because we're approaching the next year, do you think we're gonna be in, like, sort of a pandemic for the rest of this year, or do you feel like things are gonna lighten up? Well, I would like to hope and think, based on how things are going, um, based on the distribution of the vaccine, um, I'm now fully vaccinated, thank goodness. Um, I wasn't the first whatever tier of people uh, as a medical worker so thank goodness I'm super grateful that I was able to get that 
Um, and now we are still trying to get the educators. And then I believe by summer, late summer, apparently everybody's supposed to be vaccinated. So I would say that by like next year, you know, kids should start be going back to school and like things like that. So um, I would like to hope and think that that's how things are going to go. But once again, like um, as far as like planning my life right now and over the course of the next year. I mean, you got to do all that. I'm not trying to, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not trying to be like, oh, I'm going to, you know, necessarily like do this and this month and this and that month. But mm-hmm. generally speaking, I mean, you know, I'm just looking for some growth um, in like all the different like aspects and like especially like spiritually and hoping that I can create more of a schedule as far as like communing with um, like you know, like we said, because we can't really, like, meet with church and stuff, so, you know, just finding time and, like, people and a scheduling time to fellowship, you know, and, um, just, yeah, you know, spend time with people who are good and encouraging and real. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to, this next, I mean, things are looking up for me now. I mean, Mm -hmm. I've gone through, like, a lot of consistent changes, and those changes have been very uncomfortable, but I feel like I'm molding myself into being um, like, you know, comfortable finally. Or not even just comfortable, but just finally, like, you know, able to stand up and not have, like, you know, all these nervous um, assumptions about things can go wrong or, you know, such and such is happening and that's horrible, but just be happy with where I'm at right now. And I think I'm getting into that space. Um, overall, I feel like this year, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if I'm, if I'm uh, going to have even bigger blessings coming up this year, but I'm going to hope and pray that I do. But if not, I just got to, you know, continue to just survive and stay prayed up and stay faithful and stay um, encouraged. Yep. Yeah. Because yeah. God is, the Lord is faithful and that's all we can really like put our trust in and hope in. And that's mm-hmm. why we were able to, that's what has sustained yeah. us throughout the yeah. course of our hardships. And so we're just going to continue to rely on the Lord mm-hmm. and um, just try not to rely on our own strength. Yes. And all that, you know. Yes. What I am going to do is surround myself around, surround myself with people who I know can make me happy. You know me, Surround myself with people. Okay. (laughs) Surround myself with... Basically me. (laughs) Surround myself with people who I know will, like, you know, bring comfort. Me again. Who have my best interests at heart. Me again. Um, Also be able to (laughs) stay, like, you know, inspire, be inspired to be ambitious once again. To, you know, persevere. To, you know, check in with myself. Also, I have to um, make sure that I'm checking in with others and be more considerate about how others are feeling and what others are going through. And, you know, overall, just be, just make a plan to be happier and make a plan to do better. I feel like that's something that I can do. Amen to that. Mm-hmm. You got anything else to add? No. Um, I think uh, we have pretty much covered it. Or I think I pretty much got off what I wanted to get off my chest Mm -hmm. I guess as far as like updates and um I just hope you guys are all doing well I Mm -hmm. um pray and hope that you guys are doing better um Mm -hmm. compared to how you were last year and even Mm -hmm. if things are not perfect that you're still progressing and growing as individuals and we're continuing to learn and um just to spread the word out there you know Mm -hmm. Um, and that's all we can, that's all we can do. Yeah. 
And then just, you know, just keep hope alive. And let me tell you something. Once we're out of this pandemic, we're going to be living it up. Wow, man. I'm kidding. I might quarantine myself because everybody else will be living it up. Wow, man. No, you know we. You know we about to I'm go. going on somebody's trip. I'm going to enjoy all the Frosties and the smoothies and, and the buffets I can. We are going out, okay? Yeah. But, um... I'm just going to enjoy my life as it is in the midst of this. Until then, I'm Ayo Benny. I'm Kiki. And we are tired.